B2B marketing and sales can be tough to master. Sales cycles can be long, and buyers are notoriously difficult to close. That's why you need Minds On at your side. We're a B2B marketing and digital agency that's helped more than 200 clients evolve their brands, win more business, and succeed more often. And we're ready to help you. Visit www.mindson.com today to schedule your no-obligation consultation. Now, on to today's program. I'm your host, Dan Harris, and welcome back to another episode of Minds on B2B. Thank you so much, everyone, for clicking, subscribing, sharing, downloading, and, of course, listening to our podcast. This is a weekly show dedicated to helping busy B2B executives, marketers, and sales professionals stay informed, learn something new, and perhaps apply a lesson learned or run with an idea shared by our guests. As we say at Minds On, all of our minds together are better than any one mind alone. Who knows? You just might like what you hear, connect, and network with us. It's another episode of Minds On B2B, and guess what, guys? Mr. Brandon Snyder is back again. Here I am. <laughs> hey, hey, I, I really appreciate you taking time uh, to teach, guide, counsel our listeners as we go through this process of uh, marketing and the role you play at HMB. So um, maybe somebody hasn't had an opportunity to hear a previous episode. Ladies and gentlemen, you should go back and find Brandon Snyder. Uh, it's amazing what we've done so far. But if it's this episode, your first episode, introduce yourself and let's Talk about what we're going to talk about today. Yeah, sure. So, yeah, name's Brandon Snyder. Uh, I'm the director of marketing at HMB. We're a technology solutions firm. So, if your business needs some sort of custom technology, chances are we can build it to help solve some of your challenges. And, you know, Dan, I think one of the things I would like to talk about today, I think there's a lot of conversation about, like, you know, marketing strategy and planning and, and lead generation. But I think so much of that being successful is how you as a marketer feel like do you feel empowered by your organization or do you feel subservient to your organization you, you know before we started recording you brought up do you know the business of your business how to navigate the politics because i i can tell you from personal experience at previous companies if you don't feel empowered to be successful you are less likely to do the right marketing things to make you know the organization's marketing and sales revenue generating activity successful so i think that's what i'd like to talk about today a little bit. Yeah, no, that's good. I, I, I'll just throw two other words out there, right? It's uh, reactive or proactive. Sure. Right. So are good you, words. are you a reactive marketer or you're proactive marketer? I think it kind of fits in with what we're talking about. And in most cases, I think people want to be proactive. They're not sure how to do that. So they end up being reactive and they become order takers. Totally, man. Um, and I've, I've, I've literally been in this position. It's taken me a while to figure out how to grow. And I think that's, that's what I'm hoping every marketer, or even if you're sales or client success, whatever, right? I, I think everyone should have a growth mindset. I would tell you, you know, I, I report to the CEO of my company. Um, he's my mentor. He's the guy that I work with to try to figure out how to you know, navigate the business of the business. And he equips me to be successful. He's a, mm -hmm. he's a great cheerleader for me. The, the conversation I've had recently was, hey, man, like I have these four crazy things. I call them my, my personal pillars for the company. Here are my personal things I want to do that I think are going to be big game changers 
for your company and lead to massive success in, in a lot of ways. I want to do these things over the next 18 months. Will the business support me in doing those things? And when I came out, when I framed it like that, and by the way, I did a lot of research on how to have this conversation, right? <laughs> so when I, when I had the conversation like that, zero resistance, 100% support. His thing was, dude, if you can do all that, I'll, I'll give you whatever you need to go out and make that happen. The challenge is, can you do it? And I think there's, there's kind of a silent understanding. Some people need the security, but there's sort of this silent understanding that if you go out and do those things, it will elevate your career, your status here at H&B. Thus, you, you'll be elevated to that next level in your career. And, you know, you'll be, you'll be compensated because you're adding more value to our company. You'll be compensated fairly for what market value for the role that you're going to ascend to is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's the right mindset. And I'm charged up about it because I've recently had this conversation. Um, it's been very transformative. It's made me feel very positive and empowered. I have a lot more autonomy and a lot more confidence in things we're going to do. And I want other marketers out there to experience something similar. Yeah. And I, I think the four pillars idea is a great idea because you understood the business of the business. You've had conversations internally. You've been at HMB for how many years? So about three and a half at this point, out of of time of this recording, three and a half. Yeah. So you've navigated the waters within HMB. You found your mentor and now you've defined these four pillars. And I'll, I'll just bring up another topic that uh, Dennis Brower, who's another guest on the show, mentioned. When you walk into those type of situations, uh, one thing he says in one of the essentials of leadership is you don't demand. You ask, uh, what can I do for you? Totally. And, you know, and I think that you and Tom have that relationship. So I think that's a, that's a great opportunity. So, I mean, use that as a tip. Listen to Dennis's episode as well. But um, I think this is a great, great conversation to have for anybody who's looking to grow within an organization or uh, find a new organization and and, uh, understand how to get promoted by doing the right things. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's totally ask not what your company can do for you, but what you can do for your company. Right. I mean, all um, right, John F. Kennedy. (laughs) Yeah. It, uh, it still rings true today, man. Um, and I'm telling you, I've done both, right. I've made the mistake of being the you know, the whiny millennial, if that's what you want to call it. And, you know, going in there and trying to be aggressive and assertive and it's, it's, it, that doesn't work. But if you go in there leading with value, which is how, you know, ironically how you should sell a market, right? Lead with value. Mm-hmm. Um, it, uh, dude, it's, it's paid off big and I'm excited about all of the things that I'm going to get to do this year. And I'm, I'm highly confident I can deliver. Right. Sure. And I can tell, I mean, as we work together over the last couple of years, conversations, your passion for the business has grown. Your passion for marketing has uh, grown. And so can you talk a little bit about the steps? You know, what, sure. what's the first step that anyone listening could actually start to think about research and do? Yeah, so I, you know, I, think, I think one of the things that's been successful for me, and I, by the way, I'm going to preface, I don't know if there's a template out there. I'm just going to tell you the things that I've done, right? So I think there should be a focus on your personal brand especially when you're trying to ascend to that director level and above. Um, there's a saying, it goes something like, if you don't control your personal brand, somebody else will, will dictate what it is for you. Right. And I, you know, I definitely experienced that um, for a long time at a lot of companies. But as it's been probably over the last three months, I've really started to ha- produce my own kind of original content, my own thought leadership. I started to define my, my niche and place in the market. It totally changes internally, the business of the business. It changes the perspective of you. Um, and it, it earns you, even the subtly, it earns you attention. Um, I was literally in a meeting 
with a lot of very you know high level people who are very busy and distracted. And when I was going through our roadmap for the year, lids were down. People were listening intently. And I strongly believe it's because of a lot of, you know, my LinkedIn activity, people are seeing videos of me. Um, you know, people talk to me in the hallways and say, hey, I've seen this stuff you're doing, it's, it's great. Like, how do we do stuff like that? So it, it earns you a different optics in your company. Your perception is different. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's really important as you, and by the way, it's really fun to do. Uh, <laughs> so as you're, as you're looking to, you know, grow and ascend, those doing, working on your personal brand, while it can be scary and it's a lot of hard work after hours, it totally pays huge dividends in the long term of your career. Um, I would tell you the second thing to do, you know, Dan, you brought up being reactive versus proactive. Man, you have to be proactive. You you should not wait for your management or your leadership to tell you what they want. If you're going to be a leader and grow, you should be coming to them and saying, hey, I understand the state of the business today. I understand where we're trying to go and what our goals are. Here are the things I want to do to help uh, the company be wildly successful, right? So, you know, for me, um, and I, I can send this to you. I don't know if you want to put it in the show notes, but I created sort of a, my, my personal pillars. Like here are the the four big things I want to do, you know, going into 2019 and how it's going to help. And I've outlined kind of a, an overview for the year. And then each quarter I break down to my rocks. It's very much like vision traction, right? Exactly. Um, so it, these are, I created tools for myself to be accountable to make sure I deliver. And those, I, I go to those tools, you know, day to day, week to week, month to month, quarter to quarter, make sure I'm mapping back up to my plan and I'm troubleshooting my areas where, you know, I'm, I'm not being successful. And sometimes, you know, for my plan to be successful, I have to work with other teams. Like I have to work with recruiting and I have to work with sales and I got to work with the leadership. And, you know, sometimes I'm, I'm dependent on them to kind of go with me on this journey. And I don't, I don't make excuses if, if they're not. Uh, collaborating with me and, and the time I need them to, the squeaky wheel gets the grease. I think it's okay to raise alarms and ask people out to lunch and walk into their office. Mm-hmm. And be, I mean, you got to really fight for mindshare because everyone's really busy. It's nothing personal, um, but you got to go out and, 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 and own it and make it happen. Yeah. And I think it's important too, is as you're doing this, what's happening if, if people don't realize is you're creating a reputation for yourself in the business. Oh yeah. Right. Whether it's a good reputation or a bad reputation. So proactive, and asking questions and focusing on value is a positive reputation. You know, demanding, complaining, and, uh, you know, whining is not yeah, no going to yeah. get you anywhere, right? Totally. So that's perfect. So what, what's the last, last thing that you could describe for people? Yeah, and um, we started going into this a little bit. We, we talked about, you know, creating – I said I had this personal kind of plan that I follow for a year. And to me, that's kind of leading into the third piece. It's creating a system of accountability. So not only do I have this kind of, you know, four pillars thing that my leadership is all bought into and that I follow all the time, you know, in my day to day, right, I have this thing called a best self journal. It's kind of my day to day tactical planner. I spend a ridiculous amount of time in it when I'm not working at my day to day. So this is like in the morning and in the evening and even through the day, like I'm charting my progress and making sure that every hour is full of intentional work. Um, because I have to be intentional. I have to be purposeful with, with my time. And it's not that I'm, I'm maxed out busy. That's not the point. It's, it helps you be selective, uh, make sh- making sure you're spending your limited valuable time doing only the things that matter and shutting out everything else. So this is a system of accountability that, that I have. And this is kind of a, I don't know, a soft thing, but you know, I verbalize every day. Like I have conversations with my wife when I get home, Hey, 
here are the things I did today and here's how it's mattered to everything I'm doing. I have, you know, I do the same thing with my close friends. If I'm traveling on the way home and we're just, you know, on a call, uh, chit-chatting, I'll say, hey, man, here are the things I did today. What would you do today? Yeah. And it just – I think when you verbalize it and you get it out there, if you start to fall off of your plan, the people who love and care for you most in your life will be the people that help motivate you to get back on plan. So I think that last part is just creating systems of accountability to make sure you're you're living up to – what you told your management and leadership you would do. Right. And I, I it's da- it sounds like, too, that there's a level of consistency in your system and process. I Absolutely. Like, like you said, day, night, with friends, you're communicating. So creating some schedule, habit, consistency through this process makes a big deal. All right. So uh, as we wrap up this segment about how to get out of the order-taking business, and into the difference-making business, what's a couple of things you'd leave people with? You know, I would I would tell you to, you brought up habits, right? I think yeah. you do need to get into a habitual behavior. So one of the the things that I, I've started doing well recently that I think has made a transformative impact already is you pick three things that you have to do every day that are manageable kind of micro steps as, as Tom Augustine from yep. Minds On would say. Yep. You pick three things you have to do really well uh, and you surround those three things with, you know, five to six habits. So, you know, I have every day I have exercise as part of my routine. And this might not be related to work, but as part of you getting into the habit of consistently doing things well. You know, I have time with my 14-month-old, right? So every day I have to read with him for 15 minutes and give him 30 minutes of, like, devoted time as a father. You know, I have to be, you know, mindful and with my wife. Um, I have to read. I have to meditate. So those are things that are really important Um to me, and I think are part of developing a, a habit of success. And once you have those habits, it's going to be much easier for you to, to succeed. And there's, there's plenty of tools and apps and things you can you know, find online and download that, will, that you can use as tools to, to help you That's along the way. That's fantastic. Well, um, Brandon, how do people get a hold of you if they want to learn more? about this topic or any of the topics we've talked about so far? Yeah, so I would love if people came and checked out my, my personal site. I talk about a lot of top topics in the marketing kind of B2B space. Specifically, I'm obsessed with lead generation and trying to figure out a, a framework that makes generating leads predictable and fun along the way. So you can go to my website at www.brandon-snyder.com or you can find me on LinkedIn at linkedin.com slash in slash Brandon Scott Snyder. All right, well, you heard him. So I would track this guy down have a conversation with him and see what you can learn from this incredible mind. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening and we'll talk to you on the next episode. So listeners, here's where you come in. If you have ideas for possible episode topics, like to be on the guest of the show or know someone that would be a great B2B teacher or coach, make sure to connect with me on LinkedIn. You can find me by searching Danny D. Harris. You can also send me an email with the subject line, Minds on B2B idea or guest to dan.harris at mindson.com. The more input we get from listeners, the more the listeners, the better the podcast is going to be. So make sure to subscribe to iTunes or your favorite podcast player. And until next time, this is Dan Harris. Stay curious, connect often, and learn always. Thanks for listening to today's Minds on B2B podcast. If you like what you heard today, please subscribe. Also, feel free to share this episode with your peers and colleagues so we can keep bringing you quality content from the best minds in B2B. Until next time, from all of us at Minds On, have a great week.